After two years of trying to make money online, I decided enough was enough. I learned a lot, but I haven't achieved the results that I want yet. I'm committing every single day to becoming financially free and receiving a Two Comma Club award. I will not stop until I have crushed these goals. Join me on my pursuit to financial freedom. I'm documenting my way there, and I want to show you the way. My name is Anthony Santiago, and welcome to ADX Radio. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of 8X Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do when your funnel flops. <laughs> um, so I know this feeling all too well because uh, my last two funnels was completely <laughs> uh, were completely demolished. Um, they didn't make a single sale. Um, spent a lot of money on it, got a bunch of leads, but no sales. Okay. So what do you do in these types of uh, types of situations? Well. You really have to think of where the drop-off is in your funnel, okay? So, for example, um, let's say you don't have any clicks on your ad, right? You spent maybe like $100 on ad, you didn't get a single click, right? Your problem is the ad, right? You need to fix the ad. And how uh, somebody like Russell Brunson would break it down would be like, you have like, like every single part of his funnel has at least three things, right? Uh, Three core uh, fundamentals on it. And it's a hook, a story, and an offer, right? So, if nobody's clicking on your ad, then your hook, your story, your offer on your ad is broken, right? And that descends into every step of the funnel. So, uh, you got your opt-in page. If, you know, you get a bunch of clicks on your ad, nobody's opting in. Um, it's your hook, your story, your offer. Now, it can get a little more complex than this, right? Because what I learned with my two failures is... You really need to think in terms of your ideal customer first before you try and go to really build an offer and a funnel around that offer, right? So you really have to dig deep into who your ideal customer is and what your ideal customer is looking for, right? Because your ad and your squeeze page are really important because your ad, right, is going to, your ad is going to attract that person that that you want your ideal customer and your opt-in page is going to deliver that to that ideal customer right Um, and give them something that they've actually been looking for and if the rest of your uh, funnel is congruent then you're um, you have a pretty solid funnel then right if everything is congruent and it's specifically tailored towards your ideal customer right so you really have to pay attention to the framing because even if you're getting a bunch of clicks a lot of opt-ins and no sales it could be either that you're not attracting the right person or you're attracting uh you think you're attracting the right person but you're attracting the wrong person right so something uh that you can do is you can try and um you can try to ask all the people who opted in right like Hey, like I saw that you visited my uh, my sales page, my uh, checkout page, but you didn't buy. Would you mind telling me why? And what I've seen some people do is they'll they'll run like a little contest. Be okay, you can get this fifteen dollar uh, gift card on Amazon, right? Um, and to enter, they have to provide feedback on the funnel and why they didn't buy, right? So that provides more um, of an incentive, um, and you'll probably get a lot more people to actually give you feedback. So the first thing that I look at, uh, well, the first thing that I looked at when my funnel flopped was, um, am I attracting the wrong person, right? Um, And both times it was a yes, right? (laughs) And me being uh, the stubborn person I am, I tried to run more ads to it and 
I lost more money. <laughs> um, so you really have to you have to make sure that your ideal customer is on point, that you really understand what that person wants and where they're where they're hanging out, right? What they're interested in, because like the point of your value ladder um, is to really ascend your ideal customer, right? So the person that you're bringing into this funnel are they, are they going to ascend your whole value? Can they ascend your whole value ladder? And if you follow ClickFunnels, you know like ClickFunnels has like uh, well now it's like uh, the dot com secrets book, and then on the next step they have uh, the one funnel away challenge, and then they have um, what's it? They have funnel hacking live, and then on top of that they have like. Um, the inner circle program and then on the very top of that they have this thing called the council uh, which <laughs> um, I don't think anybody knows about there's only five people allowed in that um, but anyway um, the point is there's going to be people who are able to ascend your whole value ladder that should be your ideal customer so when you're starting out you want to think really deeply at that like can they go from the very bottom of my value ladder to the top of my value ladder because your value ladder is kind of going to be spread out across your funnel and different funnels if you have multiple funnels but when you're first starting out you're probably most likely just going to have one funnel so can my ideal customer um, are they going to like the thing on my opt-in page are they going to like the thing on my sales page and are they going to like the uh, any upsells or downsells that I have and then after that you want to make sure that your funnel is actually congruent right is it a logical step right from the lead magnet to the sales page right um, so a common example I give is let's say you have like your lead magnet right is some kind of um, it's like a walkthrough right um, of advanced Amazon strategies for selling on the FBA and then the sales page right which is the next page they would see it's supposed to be the next logical step in the sequence. What what if they were selling just Amazon FBA training, right? So it doesn't make sense to put that on the sales page because that's not the next step in the process. They probably already know how to do Amazon FBA if you're throwing out strategy, uh, strategies on how to do Amazon FBA, right? So hopefully that makes sense. You, you want to make sure it's a logical process, right? From the bottom of your funnel to the top of your funnel. Is it logical? And then, is it suitable for my um, ideal customer? Now, if you can fix those, if those two things are good, then you want to make sure that your headlines, you know, are curious enough. Your headlines should be curious. Um, your offer should be irresistible. It should be addressing different pain points, um, different pain points, objections, that kind of thing. Um, if you're not sure how to do that, um, I talk about creating offers in my previous podcast. Um, you should check that out and how Russell Brunson teaches it um, if you're interested in that. But you want to make sure your headline is curious, right, to get them to read the rest of the page. You want to make sure that your story is also engaging and that the person can relate to it, right? And you want to make sure your offer, offer is addressing all of the different problems that can come up and all of the different objections that can come up when they are thinking about buying your product, right? So if you do all these things right, there's no reason you shouldn't have a working funnel. Um, and then the next thing, right, is that, that you actually need to make sure that you're running enough traffic into it, right? Um, one of the coaches, um, some of you might know her, Julie Stoyan, right? Um, she says that most of the time, well, a lot of the time, people just have a traffic problem, right? 
Um, so when they, let's say they just give up after like $100 of ad spend because they haven't made anything, there's not really enough data there to see where the, the leak in the funnel is, right? So you want to spend um, <clears throat> probably around $500 to $1,000 just running traffic in there. Russell recommends 1000 Julie recommends 500 Some people might recommend more, recommend less, but generally speaking, you're probably going to want at least a couple hundred dollars in there. And that way you can get some data going, like what are my opt-in rates, what people are getting to the checkout page, um, and hopefully you can start kind of piecing together where the drop-off rate is, um, which basically, like, if a bunch of people are, are dropping off, let, let's say you get 100 people to your sales page, right, and then only 50 of those 100 people go to your checkout page, that means you have a 50% drop-off rate for your sales page, right? They're dropping off the page on the sales page and they're never seeing, 50% of those people are not seeing um, the the checkout page, right? So those are just some things to take into consideration when you're trying to figure out why your funnel's not working. So again, like, just make sure you're attracting the right people, right? That you're tailoring all of everything in your funnel to your ideal customer. And that framing is right to make sure you're actually attracting your ideal customer the right way, right? Because you might think you're attracting your ideal customer, but you might not be, right? So just double check that, try and tap into what they're thinking and say, would my ideal customer want this thing? Would this hook grab that customer? And then you wanna make sure everything is a logical upward step, right? So everything builds off the last thing in the funnel, right? And then after you do that, just makes, just make sure your headlines are good, your offer is good, and um, like your headline, your offer, and your story are all tailored towards your product and your ideal customer. So hopefully that helps you out. Um, this is a pretty interesting one. Um, if you like what I do here, I have a Facebook group where we gonna I share tips, tricks, and strategies, that kind of thing. Um, we can also discuss different marketing stuff. Uh, if you're interested in that, I have a link below to my Facebook group. Uh, feel free to join. It'll ask you a couple questions, and then you'll be able to join and start uh, contributing, asking questions, that kind of thing. As always, I hope you learned something, and that you're learning from <laughs> my failures. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you tomorrow.